This episode of the We Are Birmingham podcast is sponsored by footygreets.com. Hi, it's Paul Devlin here. I heard your force field here. This is Neil Dans. Rowan Vine here. Birthday, wedding, anniversary or any occasion. Personalised video messages from your favourite footballers. Footygreets.com. Hello and fucking wanky welcome to the We Are Birmingham <laughs> fucking podcast. I'm Chris Golding. I am Matthew Elliott. You're, you're taking this much better than me, mate. Um, but, but although, to be fair, like five minutes ago you said, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do this tonight. I just want to go to bed. I wanted time to process it and uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just confused. Right, um, I'm cutting you off. We're going straight in. Yeah, let so, you go. Let no, you go. You no, no, can no. We're going to go into some 15 second opinions straight from the off. Let's see if you can figure out when it changes from tonight's game or Saturday's game. 15 second opinion. An improvement on the last couple of performances, but yeah, as I say, individual errors cost you games. And if Clayton continues to play, and he, the bloke runs like he, he shits himself. Um, absolutely awful. It's not his fault, it's Kranger's fault, but um, yeah, Harper's got to start Tuesday um, and yeah, hopefully we can we can get a win at Wickham. A point is a point, but they really should have won the game, to be honest. Uh, was it Chuki that should have squared it to Bella in the second half? He would have had an open shot at the goal and then Clayton's lax and con- concentration, obviously, is what gave Coventry the point. As hard to watch as that was, I think we're seeing some very, very, very baby steps in the right direction now. If we could get a bit more quality in the final third, and I know it's a big if, we'll start to look like a decent team and we'll start to get some results. Start by trying to find a positive, I suppose, and that's that we didn't pathetically crumble after conceding the equaliser like we usually do. Other than that, dog shit, boring, and uh, Adam Clayton can get in the fucking bin. Honestly, if we do not get our act together soon, we will be down. The teams below us have got games in hand. They've got better goal difference. We will be down if we do not get our act together soon. Come on, boys. I've long advocated that the club should stick with the manager, that stability is needed. But it's got to a point now where it just can't go on like this because we're going to get relegated. First and foremost, not sure about the red card, need to look at it again. It looked like a rash challenge, but still. Not sure why there were no subs made. You've got to be making subs in that game. Wickham were there for the taking. We were the tendency of the first half. Should have done much better. Um, disappointed overall with that. Good start. Run out of ideas. Players doing the usual towards the end. Lumping it up. No one to go on to it. Djukovic knackered. Not making a sub until the 90th minute. Sums it up, really. Roberts just reckless. Um, and Wickham, I think, will be the easiest team that we'll come up against this season. We've played them twice and got a point out of both games. Where do you go from here? I mean, you've got four or five attacking players on the bench. You've not used one of them when it was needed the most. Tanzers was never in tonight's game and you've kept him on until the 90th minute. Decisions make zero sense at this club. After giving Cranker the benefit of the doubt all season, tonight's just proved he doesn't know how to win a, f- a game of football. Um, this, the lack of substitutions is just crazy. He doesn't know how to make subs. Doesn't know how to win a game. And I think if we keep him, we just well, we we'll sleepwalk into League One. Do you know what, mate? I, <laughs> it, it, it's true. I've not seen him change a game with his subs. I've not seen him chase a game with his subs. I've not seen him win a game with his subs. He's tonight. He's made one substitution, and it was because Roberts got sent off, and he had to bring a set, another centre-half on, even though he had one playing in midfield or not. He, he could have dropped someone back. Yeah, he didn't midfield. really need to do that, did no. he? He could have brought on, you know... An attacking player and moved San Jose back, chased the game a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you've gone down to 10 men and questionable whether it was a red card and I think some people have seen it from certain angles, some have seen it from other angles. I, I personally think if that's a red card, the one two minutes earlier is a red card and there's oh, yeah, zero, yeah. zero I mean, it was a reckless challenge. I mean, that wasn't, it wasn't even... It wasn't even in 
our half. You know, they weren't going to break away and and, and score. I, I, th- um, I think the, I think the reactions got that got him sent off because all of a sudden he's surrounded by eight or nine players all going, yeah. going nuts at him. Uh, I'm just going to point out if anyone hears any weird sounds in the background, my dog is in the same room as me and he's chewing a bone. So you know, an actual you know, you, you, dog you don't want us to call the uh, RSPCA. <laughs> so um, yeah. He, he may uh, he, he may voice his own opinion at some point during the next uh, actual. Well, I'm I'm really I, I'm still processing it. Uh, I, I feel really deflated because I think a lot of a lot of people said it there. A lot of people have been saying it online. The fact that we didn't make any subs when you know Wickham were there for us to, to we're, we're knocking the ball into the box we're, we're putting more we put more crosses in tonight and I think we have done all, in any game all season maybe in like a, half the season combined yeah. we put so many crosses into the box tonight that I mean why didn't they bring Cosgrove on for 10, 15, 20 minutes I mean yeah. it just made sense to do that I mean that was yeah. Duke's Go- probably Duke's best game for a, a long time F- um, finally, finally get a new striker after being after one for, for so long get him and then he sits on the bench for the whole game I mean we played all right okay now it wasn't pretty and we do lack that bit of quality which you know which we have done for we've only shown in very very small spells all season it's a little bit like the Coventry game as well we created we did create chance we we were getting the ball into the box we're not we're just a bit vanilla and plain and we're not I mean we had chances to win that and win it comfortably it, it's, and it's, we should it's, have won that game the, the best chance that we had or the best chance in the game was the Colin one the, the cross yeah, that, that, should, that should he, definitely he should, he should, he should, he should definitely have scored he's, he's li- literally his only excuse is that he's a fullback yeah, but even as a fullback from two yards out, I'm saying that. I mean, even if it hits you in the face, that, nine out of ten times that goes in. <laughs> but Crouch I'm not even sure how much of a point. I'm not even sure how much of a good how much of a good save it was. You know, when, it looked, when I look back at it a few times, I mean, you, I don't know. Obviously, the save from um, San Jose was was very very yeah. good. I mean, that was. Do you know what though? I I, I would say. In the throughout the whole game, the only real clear cut chance that we really created was the Colin one. Everything else was like half chances. Even the, was, San, I mean, the was, San Jose one was probably our other best chance, and that was down to the header. Uh, we, we probably should, and it's probably worth mentioning. We probably should almost definitely have had a penalty. I think from that yep. from the corner no, yeah, routine as well. It, it, and that, and I can't. There's no excuse for that. The quick, referee is po- possi- like, possibly two with the rules on handball as well now. Uh, yes, if that had been in the Premier League, we probably would have got that yeah. penalty, yeah. I think. Uh, probably would have probably got and, two penalties. And, but... and I don't agree that it should have been, that they should be given, but if that's the rule, they are being rules, given it's, this season. It's, it's, it's yeah, rules, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we there, just... there are signs, someone said in the in those uh, voice opinions, I don't know if it was about Coventry or if it was the this game, that there were baby steps that moving in the right direction now it was the cough game is it the cough game yeah. and I think they're right and I think that still applies to to this but he hasn't Karanka hasn't helped himself at all by not he just hasn't taken a risk and he doesn't you said about not chasing games he doesn't take enough risks he probably doesn't take any risks and it's going to be the fact that he's not willing to just it's not even being ballsy it's just you know, I guess you can put it down to game management. Just go for the throat. Just do something to try and I mean, win the game. And it's going to be those moments. That actually, if this does, if it does end up the way it looks like it's, it might end up going, that that's what will send us down. It'll be not taking chance, not taking risks. At some point, he's got to look at this game and he's got to say, it's Wickham. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and try and win this game. I'm gonna make a change that's gonna give us a chance of winning this game. And that's the the only sub that he makes is when someone gets sent off and he needs to show it up at the back. There wasn't there he doesn't even need to do that, did he? The, he, didn't to, he didn't need to. But but that that's his thinking that he needs to do that. He needs a bit more security at the back. And it's like 
just come on. I mean, at one point, Duke was virtually outpacing their defender. If you bring on some someone with a bit of pace up front, you've got yeah. yourself an outboard. Not even pace. You could have, probably could have put Cosgrove on, as, yeah. as you said already, and like he's just still fresh probably about pacing. If yeah, Duke's just, beating them, you just, know, just some fresh legs. But you've got, you've got. Well, questionably, whether the the whole ha, have are we allowed to make subs tonight with the the not having a. Um, home uh, club grown player or whatever it is that was going to talk about that online Ignoring for a little that. while in my head I was talking to myself I was sort of chatting to myself saying are we not making subs because we're not actually allowed to yeah, yeah. because of this rule yeah, I, was, I, was, that, I was thinking that I thought I'm not going to tweet that because somebody will jump on it and I'll start getting forward apart but, but and if that if if that's not the case he's got five if we are allowed the five subs he's got five subs that he can make and yeah. he's made one because he was forced into it even if you just go right, we signed this striker the, the the day before deadline day. We're going to give him a, the the last twenty minutes. I mean, mm. I, I would have given him the last half hour. Knack ticks past, and then it goes into twenty minutes. Like, well, come on, then make a change. Yeah, last fifteen do. minutes, last ten minutes. It would have been nice to see. Like, I mean, I think someone mentioned it on there that Sanchez was pretty ineffective for most of that game. Um, how he managed to stay on for, for the majority of the game, I'm not sure. I mean, you could quite easily have brought Lico on and just had him because at least he will run he will directly run at the at the defender without, yeah. you know Sanchez whilst he is very nice and S- slow it down and, sometimes and try and beat someone and then comes inside all the yeah. time and drifts and that, and that works occasionally uh, but you just want someone to drive forward with the ball I think even Dilly Adebola said they would, you would like to see him come on um I just I I'm so confused at how we haven't gone for that then. It's almost just like Well, I said I said to you and you I said to you that well, well, we're settled for the draw and you said I was settled for the draw at the start of the game. But you know, we'd look we we were taking the game to them. I don't understand whilst we're in the ascendancy for the majority of that game, we weren't making tweaks and changes to the personnel to try and and force it and it just I'm so confused you, I did like, I just <sighs> I was, I was say, do you know the, the other thing this, the, people say the stats don't lie but I think if you look at the stats they potentially do I mean at our, our, our offensive side of the, the game at the moment is very much huff and puff and it's mm-hmm. just you, you. I mean, there's no. It's not very technical. the The best goal that we scored all season was the one, at, probably the one at Middlesbrough that we yeah. created the opening. We've seen that once all season. Otherwise, we're really struggling to score from open play. It's yeah. set pieces. It was a, a a penalty again for the Cov game. It's like we don't we don't do enough. It's very it, like I say huff and puff. It's mm. get get into the final third, have a shot. Lump a long ball into the the box, then, or try and get down the line, trick backwards in, get it onto your right foot, and then put a ball into the box. By which point they've got four defenders back in their mark in the one striker. Um, it's just it's, it's huff and puff, and it, it and tonight there was just no it, the desire to chase it either. It it was just I'm still I'm still I'm still trying to get over what I just watch in terms of just I guess I refer refer to it as game management I just I just don't know now we'll talk about Coventry briefly I guess in a minute but we've got I'm not in I'm not in the Karanka out camp yet but he's not doing himself any favours we have got a squad that is more than capable of finishing comfortably halfway up the table. Maybe even maybe even better than that. I don't I, I don't know. Um you, the championship is a funny league. Now we've got Bournemouth Saturday. That's the sort of game we'll probably go away and win at their place because win it 0-0. Yeah, well yeah, it'll be it'll be one nil penalty, no doubt, or something like that. Um then we've got Luton, Millwall, Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. And then it's Norwich, which I think we can probably forget about that. And then we're, then we're at home to QPR. Now, there's a handful of games there we, where we have to absolutely pick up points. Um, 
are you confident of picking up points? Because <laughs> at the moment, like, I, I think, like I just said, we'll win it nil nil. That's the mentality at the moment that we seem to be going into games with, if for me. Like, t- tonight, we, we were, you'd maybe say we were taking the ball, but we were, <laughs> we were taking the game a bit better, we were attacking them a bit better. But for me, we we still weren't really offering an awful lot in that final third. It was just... But it was, yeah, but it's the, we, we the quality had, we had, to we talk had, about. We had the ball in the final third, we had some shots. But we didn't really have chances. The Colin one was the best one, and that's you. You're right back, missing a header in the six yard box. But again, I say we like so we're putting the crosses in. But maybe on another day, if you know you're playing, and again we can get into this later on. Um, if at, in that game he just played one up front, okay. I've, I have a feeling there's going to be some games in the next few weeks where we're going to see two up front a little bit more often. Um, you, you just. If you've got Cosgrove and Hogan up there, or Duke and Hogan, or even Duke and Cosgrove, which would be a bit weird, um, but you know, there's just going to be or all, th- all three of them. I would finish yeah, the game three. with all three of them tonight. Mm, Fuck just, it, just throw everyone forward, knocking the ball down <laughs> and fall in the box to one of your other forward players. You just don't know if that you know you could just get the the, the rubber the green there. So you said about am I confident in winning those games um, or picking up points? Away from home, I do feel like we'll we'll pick up points because just the way we set up and we we tend to look a little bit more um, confident when we play away from home. Maybe the crowd he's put them off at St Andrews. I don't know, but there too are noisy. Some, too noisy. Yeah, some scary looking ones there as well. Now, I could quite easily see us getting some against Bournemouth. I could quite easily see us get some against Millwall and potentially against Sheffield Wednesday away from home at home against Luton home against Norwich and home against QPR I'd probably expect us to get beat or draw the only positives I can take um, from this is from the last two games okay we stopped the rot at home with a draw against Coventry we didn't concede tonight okay small victory so a clean sheet we've got to take that forward as well Um. And we did look like we wanted it a little bit more. We just, again, lacked, lacked that quality in the final third. And the cha- this change in, maybe they looked at um, Wickham and thought they were, you know, susceptible to balls into the box and and whatnot. And that's why we tried to do that a little bit more today. Or maybe this is going to be what we're going to start doing going forward. Um Maybe it's just a change in tactic from one of our tactics in general. I I don't know. I'm not done with him yet, but I mean, those, I think by the time we get to Millwall, Sheffield Wednesday, if we don't get points against those, I think it's probably going to be time to have a look at, potentially have a look at somebody else. But I just... Who, who's available? Can we afford to get someone in? Can we afford to make the change? Is Steve Cotterell off the ventilator yet? Or is he? <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know. It'd be a marginal improvement at the moment, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> a lot of people talk about. Uh, yeah, we won't, we won't get into the no, no, into no. that yet until we uh, until he's gone. <laughs> Until it looks like it might actually happen, <laughs> if it happens. Hopefully it doesn't, you know, we turn this around in the next few weeks. So yeah. I think there are signs there to suggest that on the pitch, the players look a little bit more confident, competent. But We're playing bottom of the league. But he's got, he has got to do something about it as well. If, I, if I'm Cosgrove and I'm sat on the bench tonight, if I'm Hogan after... Uh, scoring the other week against Middlesbrough I'm looking at this tonight and I'm thinking why the fuck am I not on the pitch oh we're, yeah, those, we're, yeah. We're, just, we're, we're huffing and puffing in, a, in in the attack and I'm sat here and at, at one point it, it did look like Cosgrove looked a bit fed up I think it, he's just got one of those faces may, to may, be fair may, maybe but it, it did <laughs> yeah um but I think we may all look like that when we're watching Blues. I think at the moment, I think that's just one of those, just one of those faces. When but. our eyes are open, we're not snoozing. Yeah, it's a mate. But, it's a, it, lots of games are tough watches at the moment. Um, do you want to talk about the Cov game? Uh, yes. Why not? Um, a penalty. Yeah. 
it was kind of the game itself was we started pretty well and then the commentary got back into it we know we we took the lead and then for a couple of minutes afterwards it looks like oh we might we might actually attack the game we might still try and build on this and then that sort of stuttered and then they got back into it and then there was nothing it just nothing yeah I mean uh, that's one of those games we probably could have won that had it not been for um, Adam Clayton (laughs) I've tried (laughs) struggled to say struggled to say his name um yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say that's another positive. Okay, so Adam Clay. So this is it. You talk about him not making subs. Okay, on Saturday he made. He took him off at halftime. I was quite surprised could, he did that. Couldn't not take him off. He, he could, well, you say that. No, no, he couldn't not take him off. You've seen uh, him. earlier in earlier in the season. He tried. <laughs> was it San Jose? San Jose and Clayton together, and at halftime he. he Bought them both off and bought Keith and um, mm-hmm. Sun Yuchan. He couldn't not take him off after that performance in the first half. He, I mean, Blues fans rated him at one point five. I mean, and, it, and that was generous. Yeah, I think that was generous. Yeah, um, he, yeah. Anyway, he took him off, which I said to you at the weekend was that is a start. That is that's progress. And tonight when he wasn't even on the bench, I was just like, Whoa, this is it. We're moving forward. And then oh, he didn't oh. make any fucking subs. <laughs> well, he, he can't make, he, he did. He made his, his, his other favorite. He brought him on when he saw I'm definitely not counting that as a substitution. <laughs> definitely not counting as a sub. No. Um, but it, you know why he didn't make any subs? Because he couldn't, because Clayton wasn't on the bench, so he couldn't bring him on. Maybe. But no, the the cough game it was it was, I mean from the start of the game you you looked at it as soon as you saw the lineup and you just think he hasn't got it in him, and he didn't have it in him, and he was off at halftime and it was just I think it was maybe a couple of handful of passes that he actually completed, it, it cost yeah, cause it we, cost cost us one almost cost us two. We've spoken about about him about it before, like the energy and just stamina. These days are a prerequisite in a championship midfield, unless you have got the technical ability to just get your foot on the ball, slow the game down if that's what you need to do, and fucking how does he slow the game down, and just find find one of your teammates. Now, passing used to be one of his strongest. Strongest strengths, strongest strengths, you know, <laughs> when it was main strengths, yeah. and he hasn't even got that anymore. He looks unfit. He just, you know, he might be a great voice in the dressing room. He might, he could, and leave him there, <laughs> make, yeah, make him a player coach, take just, half of his wages off the um, just make him the cleaner of the what, dressing ah, room. What a great idea. Clean. If you if you make him play a coach, then the wages go onto FFP, don't they? They're half. I think. There we go. Yeah. So do that. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Anyway, this that. is um, not an Adam Clayton um, bashing session. Bashing session. It's got more of a Karanka bashing session. And I don't really want to do that either. I'm kind of a bit bored of, of, of all of that. Um, yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored of all of that football. <laughs> I, I, I should go, I should say football. <laughs> He's just got to, I don't even know if he would have learned, learned anything from tonight because I just think he's too set in his ways. Um, Playing Angry Birds. I'd love to, I'd love to, I'd love to know what Dong says to him um, and what the word is from King and the Chinese who want to play who've always had a you know, sexy football a caveat of, of attacking brand of football. Now, we know that Dong admires Karanka, but even then, at some point, it has got to, there's got to be a point where he says, the boss, the boss of the boss wants attacking football or wants so-and-so football. 
and fireworks start, I don't know, or Karanka leaves. Or- uh, okay, you talk about fireworks. You can, you turn around to someone and you say, you can shag my wife as long as you make her happy. And at the moment, he's shagging your wife, but he's not making her happy. That's basically it, isn't it? Okay, Chris, we need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> yes, we do. Kevin! <clears throat> um, that was a bit of an anticlimax, wasn't it? What, my Home Alone impression? No, just oh. the Kevin this, the Kevin Nisbet stuff. Yeah, it was... It was... <laughs> It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Not not happening. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And, and do you know what? Fair play to them for sticking to their guns and and not turning around. It, like, if they've moved the goalposts or whatever, yeah, it's not on. And now they're stuck with a, a player who's not happy and mm-hmm. they'll have to see where it goes with, with that for now. Um, I quite admire a team that's going to turn around and say, we're not going to just drop our prize for you and we're not just going to give the player away. I, I, you know, fair play to them. And I, I, there are times that I'd like to have seen Blues do that a yeah. bit more. Um, <laughs> you know, from what we've heard, uh, Dung handled things pretty well in terms of speaking to Hibs, but yeah. no, no backup options, apparently. Or... A million different backup options that seem to be popping up at the last minute, but nothing that that could be done. So this is my this is my take on it. So there's a lot of people that were saying um, that referred to um, Nisbet as uh, Plan A. Like it was the first day in February, or it was a couple of days towards the end of January. And we're apparently going for for plan A. Now, I'm very reluctant to believe that he was plan A. Um, I think we had probably had numerous bids for other players or numerous inquiries for other players. And he was probably plan Q or something along those lines. Okay, that might be excessive, but I reckon there's probably five or six other strikers in front of him that we wanted. Um, Okay, and there was they'd obviously had a conversation with his agent, maybe beforehand potentially. Um, the player had obviously made it known that he was quite keen on coming to us, despite what the record and the and the sports that the Sun said. Um, and obviously later down the line, he's handed in his transfer request, or his agent's handed in his transfer request. And you're right, the the noise is um, as you quite rightly said, is that. Blues handled it really well. Um, the situation, it, Hibs were kind of um, dug their heels in on stuff, moved the goalposts on things. Uh, and I have a feeling that this is all going to come out in the next couple of days because I know that it, I know a certain reporter has got some details on this that he'll give aside the story to it and we'll all, we'll all hear about it. So um, I think Blues did the right thing by you know just just walking away. It was kind of probably half of it was like Hibs maybe hoping for a bit of an auction that someone else would come in and maybe they could have people sort of playing off against each other. Maybe Blues thought, you know, if no one else comes in, Hibs will back down and say, yep, there we go. He's, he's, you can, you can talk to him. Um, which obviously they've probably already agreed anyway. So that was, that part was probably done. It would have been done fairly swiftly. It hasn't happened. Well, uh, I think. From, from, from what I saw, and I'm not sure how true this is, but what, from one place that I'd read, Blues hadn't even spoken to Nisbet. It said Karanka hadn't spoken to, to Nisbet, but I oh, imagine that, that I, I, yeah. I, I saw that it said Blues hadn't. Yeah, I think somewhere. there was an article yeah. that said um, that Karanka hadn't, and there was obviously talk of him having like quadrupled his, his wages. He can't have been on much more than the grand, to be honest, coming from the Championship in Scotland, and the money up there is not high. He was... That's his first season in the SPL. Uh, uh, we were probably more than quadrupling his, his, his wages yeah. as well, one, which is why he that I saw said uh, said about ten grand a week. And if if you're on, there's not a chance he was on any, and he was on more than two grand at Hibs after just signing for them from from Dunfermline. Not right. a chance. But you know, it, it, even if he was, that's still a massive increase on his wages, and you could see very well why 
he'd be yeah. less than impressed about not being able to, to even talk to us. The problem is, sorry, go on, you're going to say no, something. No, I was just going to say that, that I think you probably, I mean, you might have been going to say, say the same thing. And it's just that then there's, that's the last minute deal that they were probably relying on. And then there's a guy in Greece, there's, who knows who else it was just there was nowhere to go seemingly after that it was scraping around yeah I mean they probably could have picked up a loan from somewhere couldn't they uh, I guess from a friendly team the best the guess would have been someone but maybe not someone that would have made a made a massive difference to to the team um I don't. I don't think we'll go back in from in the summer either um I'm not convinced that's going to happen so a breakdown in the relationship, not only with the, their player and and them, but probably any relationship that we had with, with them is probably soured now as well. So I don't think we'll be going back in for him uh, in, in the summer. Um, I think we can probably put that to bed. The, the summer's probably a better time to sign a striker as well. It's like January's always... I mean, signing a striker is never easy. Getting someone who can score goals is never easy. It, it, it either costs a lot of money or you have to be lucky, I think. We could have made it a lot easier on ourselves if we tried to um, buy a striker 30 days earlier. That's But, but like, like you said yourself, if they've spent most of January trying and he's playing Q, you never know. They, they might have been working on things and nothing's worked. And I'm not... My, I'm, I, I do agree. I think they should have done more they should they they but it's hard I, I i can sympathize a little bit and they've gone for a player that that's scoring goals they've put in what seems like a fair offer they've handled it well it hasn't worked out but then there's it's just then the the lack of preparation to then go to someone else it's, surely there's someone even in the lower leagues when you look around other teams in the championship they're signing players from down the leagues for 250, yeah. 300 grand, 400 grand. If you're going to spend 3 million on someone, just take a chance on someone, bring someone in that's scoring goals at a lower level for yeah. 200, 300 grand. Take a chance. There's players yeah. there. I think, yeah, no, you're right. Um, and I, I don't know why we don't do, why we don't do that. Um, one thing I will say is, and it's, uh, and we'll get on to the other players that we, we brought in in the window in, in a minute, but, Two or three weeks ago, I was under the impression that it was very, very, very unlikely that we wouldn't be spending any money unless we sold, we moved players on. Now, have they panicked a little bit and said, we're going to give you some money to go out and, and buy a couple of players to make a difference? With a week to go. Something With a week like to go. <laughs> um, have they given them the money to do that? Or have they said, actually, you can take it out of your summer transfer budget and, you know, you just have to go and work with it. That was my dog in the background. Even he's doing his Chewbacca impression. <laughs> um, I don't know what he's doing right now. Stop chewing your foot, you <laughs> asshole. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, or if we, if, we'll be trying to spend some of our money for, from our summer transfer budget. Um, it's a, that could be a little bit of a concern as well because we could end up just well we haven't anyway have we no, we, might, well, we might have spent a little bit on it we spent a little bit yeah so okay, that's a nice segue into um, Sammy Balloon <laughs> what was it what was it what they used to call him Balloon Dior so <laughs> Ballon d'Or, Ballon d'Or. <laughs> I was because I was saying with Beth about I had a tweet with Scott Jinks where I said um Sammy, can he trap a balloon? Duh. Because <laughs> he... Oh, they, they, they called him... Uh, yeah, they, they called him Sammy Bannondor, didn't they? So when he went through his purple patch at Aberdeen. Um, a bit left field. Was not expecting that one. Um, like you mentioned I, earlier, he's not too dissimilar to, to Juki in terms of his, the way that he plays. Yeah, a bit bigger, a bit probably a bit more mobile. Um, without being, you know, Usain Bolt. Um, now I I take a little bit of an interest in 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 Aberdeen. Um, sort of half heartedly. One of my good friends is an Aberdeen fan. I've been to see them play in a cup final, and so I kind of always just look out for their results and I watch them if they're on on Sky. And I was baffled when 
we when we were in talks with him and thought, oh, this can't, this must up. be, yeah, this must be some form of um, just gamesmanship to try and force through the the Nisbet deal. Um, but no, I was wrong. No, nope. absolutely <laughs> wrong. And uh, and we signed him. Yeah, I've, I've got to be honest. I wasn't overly uh, what's the word? No, not impressed. Excited. Maybe I, I I looked. You foot, the first thing that you do when you you sign in a player or you you team are looking at a player is you have a look at what their fans' reaction is to them losing that player. And I mean, the, the, the half of the reactions that I saw, they didn't look bothered. They they sort of thought that they'd done quite well out of it and and that it was a a good deal for them. Um. So, the, I think the main gist of it was. If you create chances for him, he'll score goals. And, you know, we don't exactly create chances at the moment. So. We don't, or not enough. But saying that, um, if you look at tonight's game, the amount of times the ball went into the box, if you've got someone at six foot four wanting to get on the end of bits, I think the big thing for me, sorry. COVID. I've had a really bad cough the last few days. No, it's not COVID. I think it's a chest infection. Um, I've, um, I came around to the Cosgrove thing because, okay, yeah, we say he's a little bit similar to Duke, but actually he's three, four inches taller than, than Duke. Um, he's a little bit more mobile. Um, he's going to pose a bit of a problem to defenders. Even if he comes on for the last 20 minutes, He's going to be someone's going to give defenders a headache, not because he's elbowing them in the head, but I see. I, I see a problem with what you're saying. What do you? What's what's your problem? If he comes on, what's the my last Twenty minutes. Oh, we have to make a sub to do that. Yeah. Well, hopefully he starts again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, so it is something different to what we've what we've got, which I think is something. And when you take the positive from that, you know, he's still, he's still a fairly young lad as well. Like, I think it's quite easy to write him off. And I know a lot of people have, have sort of, or not written him off as such, but almost been a little bit negative about it. And I include myself in that one. I was really just sort of underwhelmed by, by it. But I've kind of come around to it. And I think... It's one of those things, I saw a few people say this, that you know, every time a player comes in with high expectations, then they normally we really disappoint like us. Yeah. yeah. And then if a player comes in and everyone's just like, oh, he's whatever, he's shit. And they tend to do fairly well and become a bit of a, almost like a cult hero, hero type yeah, yeah. thing. Well, um, mate, I'll, I'll give, going to give him absolutely full support. Not not uh, not excited by it at all when it happened. Still not really. But you know, I, I want to see what he's got, and I'm going to support him and and hope that we can hope that he can contribute to to an upturn in fortunes. But we, we'll, we'll see where we go. Uh, I mean, I think he. I think we need to see him. I want to. I want to see him just almost thrown in against some some teams and. Now, the I think if we go, if we, I'm not going to go back to the Nisbet thing, but the fact that we were after two strikers, and yeah, potentially Duke could have gone. Um, and then he's in the starting lineup tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it's the same with Pedersen as well. Pedersen could yeah. quite easily have gone in the transfer window, and they both they both started, you know. So whether or not it's like well you know you're here now so prove to me that you know you're worth it probably a thing on Duke actually um, 200 games tonight which we hadn't mentioned and that is what was it tonight? 200 games yeah I think tonight was 200 games so the the club didn't that's why they did they? they they didn't they they took them a couple of uh, yeah 200 games so it would be not including cup games it must be 200 games I think We'll see if the club mentioned it later because it took them about three days to mention Harley Dean and make it made it to 150. <laughs> um, the 200 thing we spoke about the other day is quite a getting on to getting sidetracked here. It's quite a big thing for someone at Blues because we haven't. I don't think we've seen a player hit 200 games since maybe Seb Larson or something around that. So some back then. So yeah, 
That just goes to show for you the, the turnover of players that we've had for such a such a long time. And he was uh, he was almost on his way as well. That one nine. He was almost on his way. Yes, so, we thought that might actually happen. Thought oh, it's going to be another one. We're not going to make it to two hundred. Not going to make it anyway. He, back he, on to he my did point. Say he did make it, and we signed a right back. And we signed a well potentially a right, a right back. back potentially, yeah. generally a right back, but with the potential of playing more attacking. Wing back, right, right back. midfield, right attacking midfield. Up front, maybe, who knows. Um, but all that I know is that we've now got two right backs that are both French, but their surnames make that boring old couple that come and sit in the corner at family parties, Colin and Valerie. <laughs> Colin and Valerie. Colin and yeah, Valerie. They've both Col- got Colin names Val- of... 70-year-old people <laughs> that go to the bingo. That's, it. <laughs> that's it. I, I, that's good. Have you seen Colin Val? Yep, they're over there. <laughs> Colin Val. Yeah, bit of a... Another one that's a little bit left field. Um, definitely wasn't expecting it. On the face of it, I think initially thought, ah, Cogley's probably going, oh, are they going to sell Colin? Um Looks like Cogley may have nearly gone somewhere, but didn't actually get done, yeah. potentially because yes. of how late Valerie got done. And wasn't in the squad tonight. Wasn't in the squad today, which tells its own story as well, I think. He has been for most of the Pretty much it? every game, literally, yeah. Um, now, my take on the Valerie thing is, okay, could, okay, yes, he could be coming in to play right back. Te- he, technically, he pro- on paper, he probably is a better fullback than the Conan. Well, is no, it an area uh, we need to strengthen? So from no. Southampton fans, they reckon that defensively, not great. Attacking, very good. So to is me, it, that sort of lends its hand that maybe he's going to venture with going back to a 3-5-2 or some form of maybe 3-4-3 three, three or something like that and having having him playing as a wing-back or sort of right-sided defending a uh, midfielder that covers defensively and also attacks a wing back should we say mm. <laughs> just stick with that um it, it could point towards that i think um yeah you're right i think there's a case for this kind of links into what i was going to say with sam cosgrove and we got sidetracked on duke and then i forgot what i was talking about and you went to valerie so Sorry. Or Valeri, whatever they want to call him. Um, you say I heard, I heard both both pronunciations in <laughs> Sky, and then my, when I turned oh, yeah, that around, wasn't on this, that wasn't on this podcast. But that was on our phone call, wasn't yeah. it? Not yeah. on, not on here. And so Sky announced it, that that we were looking at Valeri, and then they announced yeah. that we were looking at Valerie, and it was like, is that just a case of Colin Colin Valeri? Maybe Valerie. Yeah. Um, so. Let's combine that. So my take on uh, Val, on our mate Val, is um, potentially we could be looking at going three-five-two at home, where you know we can get two players on the pitch, uh, two strikers on the pitch. Sorry, yeah, two, two players. Um, two players. Yeah, if, if, yeah, if even that's asking a lot. Players. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't know if it'd do yeah. much good at the moment, though. Two more defenders. Potentially. Valerie plays at, at home on the uh, uh, as a wing back at home, um, and you, you're playing your three, your three five two. Um, that could be they could be thinking there um, who you play at left wing back. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see Seddon play left wing back, but I assume it was going to be Pedersen. Um, or away from home, and tonight was a bit of an indicator f- for that. You might see. Um, more of like a Valerie will play on the right wing and move Sanchez into maybe like a number 10 and just get more crosses into the box. Now we've got a bit more of a target man and someone that's probably going to win more in the box. Getting someone that's going to be able to whip the ball in. Someone that he assumes is a better target man because he clearly hasn't been using Duke that way, has he? He's, yeah, well, you've got a seven-foot Yorkshire giant, you know, <laughs> just ready to get on the end of a, French, a Frenchman's cross. Um, you know, and we know um, old Jeremy on the other side, he can cross with both feet, whereas you don't really see Sanchez 
use his right foot very often, do you? Yeah. So Sanchez is probably um, still going to be fairly effective in that in that ten role. Uh, so I think there's he hasn't come here to sit on the bench. I think we have to. He wants to play. I think his tweet straight after signing was quite clear that he wants to play. It's a weird, still a weird one. Um, and, and I think there might be something behind it, but I'm not, I'm not totally against it because I think he could be a really useful player. Yeah. He's, he's not going to move to blues just to sit on the bench and to back up Colin. So I think we're going to have to wait and see where, where they plan to use him. I think now you said, a strange one that it was at the time. Now, there was another signing that, not so much a strange one, it was probably quite clever in the grand scheme of things. Another striker for the under 23s. Yeah. Kiki. Simmons. Kiki. It just, yeah, yeah, it was a little bit left field. I think there's talk about the under 23s. His interview with Blues was very much felt very much like he was expecting to be in and around the first team pretty soon, and they'd spoken to Karanka, and that was, you know, that was the hope. So he looks. There's footage of him online from under 18s games and stuff like that, where he looks pretty useful against kids. It's hard to work out. I mean, it's a, it's a step think, up in it. The other team's interesting. He, he, he chose to came to Birmingham. That, that, that's great. Um, we can't expect too much of him, but he looks the, like you know. The good thing is we don't need to. That's the it, it's. No. He's not taking up a place in the twenty-five man squad. He can play in the under twenty-threes for another couple of years. So if he doesn't yeah. make an immediate impact, he's got time. We've got time. It's it's a clever signing in a way, isn't it? He's one of those that can play in a number of positions as well, not just up front. He can play wide left. Yeah. I think he can also play as 10 and wide right if, if, he, if he wanted to. I think he said he's just an attacking player, works hard. He's come through a very, very good academy as well. Now, we know that a very small amount of players only ever make it in a professional game, but he was, I think he was in the same age group as Foden and and who's the other chap they've got is it Doyle that's broken through into their first team? I think it's Doyle. I might be wrong. Um, there's He's played recently, anyway. I don't, I, Matt, I they, don't watch much of the Prem anymore, especially while this. Uh, why would you want to watch exciting football like that, Chris? When, when you can watch, watch dull, turgid, absolute blues crap <laughs> that we get to watch every couple of days. It just puts um, me off football, mate. <laughs> blues that is not the Prem. Yeah, so it, that was a nice bit of business, I think. Um, and you're right; it's maybe a, a clever bit of business there as well. Low risk. Uh, add that to low, low risk. Add that to Harper. Yeah. You know, I think. Who should have probably played? It's probably come on tonight, but we don't make substitutes. Know, apparently, we don't make stuff. So, 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 so I would substitution. Um, there's the makings there of some of something positive. Let's see if they can actually bring it together. One thing I will say: the Scottish transfers were a bit strange. Very left field. Um, there were tweets on saying all of a sudden. Uh, Chinese man discovers Scotland or something. Yes. Like, all of a sudden we're linked with half of Scottish fucking championship or Premier League or whatever it is. So, yeah. The, uh, I think I tweeted something along the lines of their Spanish... The SPL now. SPL, yeah. yeah. I think I tweeted something along the lines of our Spanish fishing trawler has gone into Scottish waters <laughs> or, or something along those lines. Um, bit of a strange one. A bit... They, they, they've, I think... Cosgrove and Inspit and Valerie all, all very strange. Um, now, the scouting and recruitment team have kind of been on furlough. Some have been, I think, made redundant. Um, some have probably been um, made redundant even though they're working. I understand that there's actually a new transfer advisor working at Blues at the moment or with Dong. Um I'm not 100% sure on it, but I believe it could be Eric Alonso, who was at Sheffield Wednesday um, and had a massive bust up with Chancery. Worked out well um, for them. Yeah. They had also been in for Sam Cosgrove at one point. So I, I say that might be joining the dots. It might be me just um, 
adding up stuff that actually is just pure coincidence. But I feel like um, this transfer window may have been influenced heavily by uh, boxing promoter, entrepreneur, <laughs> what else is he? <laughs> Eric Alonso. There was something else uh, on there as well, wasn't there? But... Yeah, I mean, the uh, the other people we were we were linked with as well. Um, very strange one. Hi, we're the City Lights and we're on We Are Birmingham podcast playing our brand new single, My Life, out on the 5th of March. enjoy our podcast please don't forget to share it on twitter facebook and instagram let people know that you're enjoying it and also don't forget to rate and review us on all podcast platforms
if they allow it. If they allow it. Cheers, guys. Now, just very quickly before we go, because I'll let you go to bed because you want to go and cry into your pillow. Into my three pillows. Into your three pillows. Yeah, two for my head, one that I like to hug. My comfort pillow. Do you, do you know what? I, to be fair, I've chilled out a lot more now. I was I was tightly tight, tightly wound <laughs> when we started this tonight. This I have that effect on people because you've looked at my face for about an hour and it's like I just chilled you out, man. Oh no, I've, I've not had that on the screen, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> I've, uh, oh, but, I'll put my clothes uh, back on then. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe there's something to be said for a good rant. And just getting up. Yeah, just, yeah, I think it but, does help occasionally, yeah. And you, and you miss that not being able to go to the pub and sit with your mates and have a little rant after the game. So, um, But yeah, no, I feel a little better, a little better after that. Um, Glad you feel better. So, <laughs> still frustrated, <laughs> but, you know, generally better. Uh, but let's have a, a little look forward to, to Bournemouth. Now, I... I'm not I'm, mate take the lead dare you dare you to predict it 3-0 <laughs> <Three nil> blues <laughs> bullshit no um, I'm going with it I might just get I might just say 3-0 and then I can get it either way no. they are incredibly average for the squad they have they've got I think Um I mean, they lost their last game at home to Sheffield Wednesday, didn't they? I think then they lo- they've also lost to Reading and Derby. So they're on a pretty bad run. In fact, well, they the, lost the, against Luton also. The Sheffield Wednesday game was tonight. Was that tonight? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it was today, yeah. yeah. Oh God, that's not good for us. Nope. I didn't even see that. <laughs> Creep, creeping um, up behind us. So Bournemouth haven't actually won a game since the 2nd of January. Even we've won a game since then, haven't we? Or was it the 2nd of January we won? We last won. I don't know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of two teams that are in pretty average to perform. Um, he, I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, if they lost to us, that that, that Jason Tinder would probably get probably get sacked, and Eddie Howe's ready to come up out of his uh, <laughs> rest period and take them back over. Just don't. I'm saying that could happen. I could feel that happening because Eddie Howe is just destined just to to manage the same team forever. <laughs> I know he went to Burnley for a brief period and then went back to that's Bournemouth. But um, the the thing yeah, is, mate, we're, I mean, we're we're different ends of the table. So on paper. It's it, it's a very tough game, and I, I've got a feeling, you know, that in games like this, Karanka, I mean, they took the piss out of us at home, didn't they? Yeah. As well, so but this is for me. This is where Karanka, I think, where other managers would look at games, and you you said earlier on, I was probably one of them that will go and win. I think that he looks at these games and he tries to be too defensive, too negative, and just try and get a point. Instead of doing that, say, right, we're not going to get a point, so let's go and have a go. And if we get, if we manage to win the game, nick, nick a goal, then it's a bonus. It's a free hit. Yeah. And that's, I can't see that happening. We'll probably go with 10 at the back and just sit there and try and block everything on the, on the fucking goal line. But To be fair, I'd take that if we come away with a point. <laughs> I'll, 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 no, no, I no, would. no. We, we'll, um, still, we'll still lose 3-0. I'm going to say we, we go there and we win 2-1. Oh, yeah. We're going to score and twice. I think we will. They might both be own goals, but we'll, we'll score <laughs> twice. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I'm, it's very, very hard to be positive um, in terms of like going, ahead, going, to get, get, going there to get a result. They're in bad form. Um, we aren't in the best form. Um, yeah, I mean, he's going to go, even though they've lost the last few games and they've been in really bad form, you're right, he'll probably still go there and be pretty defensive, I think. You probably, I think. Well, I've, it's it's 25 past 10 that we're recording this. Karanka's literally just done his interview, so we've got no idea what's been said, but I've just seen that, that he has, the boss reacts, which is, uh, is nice because he didn't do it during the game, did he? So... So uh, we'll, t- we'll take some time to watch that later on, and we can uh, we can talk about that 
next week if he's still here. Yeah, he will be after Bournemouth. It's going to be those later games, isn't it? I think. Um, fuck. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So you're going 2 1. I'm going to stick with my 3 0, even though I don't believe it's going to happen. The, I don't, yeah. Oh, it's, maybe if I don't say it, then it will, it'll it'll happen. Happen. Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to go 1-0 Bournemouth then. 1-0 Bournemouth. I'm, I'm going to go 2-1 Bournemouth. Yeah, I'm going to, I don't know why I'm going 2-1 Blues. For people that are listening and you can't see the video, I'm actually sitting here with my fingers crossed just hoping. He is crossing that, his fingers. <laughs> hoping that I'm going to stick with 2-1. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I believe it, but I just feel like we might go there and get something and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Right. Have a great week. Enjoy. I say enjoy the game. Can't enjoy these games. Hopefully. Hope. Let's hope. Just right. enjoy your life and try not to think about blues too much until the day comes. Yes. Enjoy life. Don't let it ruin your weekend. <laughs> enjoy life and keep right on. Keep right on.